Hey guys, welcome back to the Outlet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Paisley. And I'm Connor. And we just are here really excited to start this episode with you guys because this is all about March Madness. We would have got to it earlier, but some crazy things are still going on in our life. <laughs> and so, but we're back, we're here, and something crazy is happening. We're not doing it in the morning. We're actually doing this late at night. Yeah, we're actually recording this podcast at night. Usually we do it in the mornings, but I kind of feel like I'm too tired and not energetic. So I thought we'd try it at night. We've done a couple at night, but yeah. So we're here in Germany still. It is the middle of March, almost the end of March. We have pretty much april left and then we will be heading home but i don't know how are you feeling connor um i am feeling like it's starting to warm up i'm starting to see the sun more here in germany my hair is actually like dark yeah like almost black yeah so, so is mine the top of mine too i have a lot of grow out we just haven't seen the sun but like the sun's starting to shine the birds are starting to chirp and it's starting to change my mood. Me too. For the better. Like the first day that we had like a beautiful sunny day here in Germany, my mood completely changed. I actually felt like I could like get through the day. <laughs> Do you know wow, what I mean? That's good. Like I feel like my depression left my body. Guys, she's not depressed, but it's crazy she's just how happier when she sees the sun. Yeah. Because she loves the beach and she loves the sun. So she just had the sun there. Now she just needs the beach and her life would be perfect. perfect. <laughs> For real though. But it's kind of crazy how much your mood can change just because, of the, just because of the weather. Like I haven't ever been that affected by weather ever in my life. Oh, I notice it every single year. Really? I yeah. don't. I don't know why. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I love when the days get really long. Like it gets like dark at like 930 no, at love, night. No, I love, I uh, yes, I love when the when like it's still light outside at like eight o'clock at night. I, I love, love that. So many times, so many like activities you can do. Yeah, it's so nice. Pickleball, tennis, golf. Well, and spike like, ball. You're just not Beach driving volleyball. home at like midnight. It feels like. Do you know what I mean? And like you kind of can feel like you're not. I don't and know. it's warm, it's so just it's just better. like you're not like in hibernation where you just want to go home and like crawl on your bed. Yeah. Like, it makes a difference. For real. Well, is there anything new in your life? Anything new? Okay. I am possibly getting in a spotting scope mm -hmm. for hunting. You probably don't know what that is, but one of my favorite things is to look at animals. And there is really good brands over in Europe, actually the best in the entire world. And so I have been looking at spotting scopes. I have been absolutely obsessed with it. I have done a lot of studying. Like I've looked at all the reviews, the bird forums, the hunting forums. Pretty I much Connor's just contacted really excited. a bunch of different people. I have talked to my brother through this process. I have talked to people that owned all different kinds of scopes. I have narrowed it down to three scopes. And actually, my dad's going to get one. So I'm just going to the boys are going the shopping. The boys are going shopping. Yeah, which which I'm happy about. I, I don't know in the four years that I've been with Connor, I don't know if he's ever truly bought something for himself. 
like a physical, like materialistic item, especially something like that's pretty expensive. You've never bought something pretty expensive for yourself. It's just not in my nature. I have buyer's remorse and I don't like making big purchases. I think money could be used wisely and in other areas of your life. So I'm actually super bad in this area. Like I am still super nervous to make the purchase, but Paisley's like, send it, send <laughs> it, just buy it. Send and I'm it. like, and every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Maybe I need to think about it more or not even think about it more. Maybe I'm like, maybe just save your money. Yeah. He's talked to me about it, like brought up the whole different scenarios like two or three times. He's, I can tell he's super excited about it. I'm excited, but I do not like spending money. That is just who I am. I yeah. do not like spending money. I, I, I like don't mind spending, spending, money. spending money on you. Maybe do, you should do it more often. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have bought you many great things. I'm and not once saying you, you use, Once you use those, then I will purchase more things. Connor, AKA, I bought her a drone. A you're not letting me talk. Mini. You're talking too I'm much. I'm excited. I know. But, but he bought me... Um, earrings diamond earrings for my birthday one year and i literally do not take them off besides for basketball games so i that's probably the biggest purchase i like or the most thing that i uh wear and use from what connor's got me but i i like gifts she loves gifts like the thoughtful ones it doesn't always have to be like super expensive but like the thoughtful ones also for valentine's day i'm getting uh hoka's that is true. Okay, well, Valentine's Day already happened, but Connor and I were like, let's not get them here in Germany because then that's just one more thing we have to pack home. So when we get home. And shoes are not like the ideal thing to pack. No. They're really, they take up a lot of space and they're just, they're just yeah. hard to pack. Have you realized that? Yes. It, oh. Like it's like when I go on vacation, I want to bring shoes because I really do love shoes. Like shoes are such a fun part of wardrobes but you can only bring so many because they take up so much space that is facts um give me a life update for you well we just had so we finished season we're all done with season and we finished i think 10 and 8 and then we just had our cup finals top four which my program we actually put on the whole um tournament the cup tournament so the top four i don't even know how to explain this to you guys but pretty much there's four teams that made it to the top four and my program hosted so they just did like this whole huge event which was really amazing because like i was super impressed because um like european basketball like overseas basketball at least here in europe is not as impressive i'd say or as um like uh valued as it is in america like it's just not i can give an example of that yeah go ahead like we have like a pe class in our gym that has priority over us that's just an example yeah and connor's team is a professional basketball league so anyway it's just different like that um bailey's calling me one sec uh we just really liked the tournament i did and they put it on really well. And my team ended up getting silver. So we played that means Saturday. Second. Yeah, that does mean <laughs> that does mean second. But we played Saturday against Bohum and we beat them. Bochum? Bohum. Bohum. Bo wait. 
Bochum. No, Bohum. It's oh. spelled like Bochum, but Bohum. Bo Bohum. Bohum. Okay. And uh we beat them and then we played Hanover, which we had already beat twice in the regular season. We lost to them once in preseason, and then now we lost to them in the cup. But we got silver, which I think is pretty cool. I got a silver medal in Germany. so I haven't gotten anything, so that's impressive. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Plus, we start playoffs um, this Sunday. so Playoffs? Yeah. We're my team's in playoffs. playoffs. Dang. So should we jump into March Madness? Let's jump in the madness. Okay, we just wanted to kind of talk about our brackets and kind of talk about what's been happening so far because, oh my goodness, on the men's and the women's side, there's been so many upsets. It's been crazy to like follow and watch. I think it's so fun. March Madness is, it's so crazy being like a fan watching from the outside. My teammate was telling me this the other day. He says, you have a better chance of picking up a grain of sand someone picked up than you have of filling out a perfect bracket. I believe it. There's zero perfect brackets, men's and women's, no? Well, there's ne- there's never been a perfect bracket, ever. Oh, never? For men's. I, I know for sure for men's. I can't say for women's, but for men's, there has never been a perfect oh. bracket. Well, that's kind of crazy. Should we That's start crazy? Yeah. Should we start with who we picked to win the whole thing for men's? Well, okay. Yeah. Let's start on men's. Okay. So do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? Well, you go ahead and just tell me who you picked for the men's to win. I picked Houston to win it all. Playing against who? I don't want to talk about it. Who? who Arizona. Oh. And Arizona lost to Princeton in the first round. Arizona and Arizona women's and men's are both out of the tournament. Yeah, I'm very aware of that. So I picked Houston as well to play against Kansas State in the finals. That's a great pick. Kansas State's still in it. You know, Kansas Kansas State has one of the best guards in the nation. That's why I picked them. I actually didn't know that. I actually did not know that. Yeah. But I also, there's where you can put in like picking the final score. And I'm just going to say it here and now. I picked... 74 Houston, 67 Kansas State. I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't even, I just have zero, zero. That's not going to work. Do you feel like that's a good, that's a great, like that's a good finals? Yeah, I'd probably say if I pick, even for men's, because men, I feel like men's basketball doesn't put up at, like as many points as, as who? Women's. No, it's about the same. I, I, really? I, yeah. Whenever, I remember watching you play in college, your team and my team, and my team always put up way more points than your team. Oh, okay. I'm just no, saying. That's, I, have you, like, I had a couple of teams that scored 100 a couple of games. I've never seen you guys score 100. Yeah, but we can, can, consistently scored like 80. Okay. Averaged out. I don't know. Okay. Not trying to throw shade, but. <laughs> it didn't sound like it. <laughs> so what else? Who did you have in the final four then? So in the final four, I obviously had Arizona. Wait, I had Arizona in the final four too. Houston. Shoot. I think I had, uh, one sec, this just messed up. I had UCLA and then I had, oh my heck, I don't even know what I had. I think I had Purdue. Really? I don't, yeah, I think I had Purdue. 
And Purdue lost first round too, so. Hasn't Purdue lost first round a couple years in a row now? Purdue has lost, like, I feel bad for their fan base. They've lost to the 15 seed. They've lost to the 16 seed. They've lost to, I think, a 12 seed. They've lost to, like, the last four or five years. They've just lost. Why do you think that is? Because they always come in, like, one or two. Like, they play good all season. And then when it comes down to the big dance, they choke consistently. You know, I think... The saying, the best saying that I've ever heard was players win them, coaches lose them. So I think you think a com- the coach is losing these. I that's a common denominator. Like, what he has the same team for the last four or five years, everyone like, yeah. I feel like sometimes it's a mental lapse as well, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a coach can get all uptight and then his players get up all uptight. And yeah, then, like, here's a question for you I do not play as good like up to my potential when I play against like bad teams. When I, if I play against good teams, like more often than not, I'm going to play good. But if I play against bad teams, I just don't play up to my potential. Do you feel the same? Oh, absolutely. So maybe that's what's happening with Purdue. That, that, that is a great observation. Yeah. Cause I mean, and I'm not trying to say that these teams that make it to the NCAA tournament that are 15 and 16 seeds aren't good. Cause obviously you have to be good to be there. Yeah. But like maybe not as good quality of basketball that they're used to have playing that season. Because if you're a one or two seed in the NCAA tournament. You've won some big games and and you've had a good record and you have some guys. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. Yeah. Who like, okay. Should I say my final four? Yeah, so your final four. Sorry, I didn't ask that. No, it's okay. I had Arizona and Kansas State and then Houston and Kansas. Kansas is out. Shoot. Yeah, they lost. Okay, here's the thing. I don't keep up with men's basketball as much as I do women's, but Connor kind of keeps, he helps me out with that. I do both. I know. You're a freaking like double-edged sword. You, you can do that well. I love it. I love it. I love both sides. Okay, I... I like college basketball way more than I like any other type of basketball. Yeah, college it, basketball f- to watch is like, to me, college basketball is superior. And and we will talk about this. I feel like next time we hop on, like our experience in the NCAA tournament, and it is crazy. Yeah. Even though we did not make it to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and whatever, but just still the whole vibe around it. Mm-hmm. crazy so well, it's hard plus, to compete against it yeah and plus my experience like in high school my experience in the WNBA, and my experience now playing professional overseas like college basketball takes the cake yeah and it's funded i think a big part of that is because it's funded so well anyway let's move on what questions do you have or do you do you remember any like of the men's games that you're like oh my gosh we need to talk about that yes I don't want to bring it up, but I feel bad. Virginia, oh. the ending of that. <sighs> well, tell that the was listeners. Sad. Explain to the listeners. Explain to me too, because honestly, why am I forgetting? So Virginia oh, no. was up when by, he threw the yes. ball. Yep. Oh no! This is sad. This is like this is where you just kind of hope the guy has a strong core around him. Exactly, and the. 
the also the other sad thing about it is that he is a veteran guard. He I think he won the national championship with Virginia one year. I think. And then that happened. Okay, tell us and, what happened. But but before I go on, like that as a player does not define him. No. Oh my gosh, like, no. That is just, you know, it happens. And it just sadly happened to him. But what happened was they were up by two, Virginia, playing Furman. And Furman was full court presser. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They're a 13 seed and Virginia seed was a four. And a four seed. They get it in. They trap him in the corner. And he might have thought like, oh, there was less time. So what he did was he just hucked the ball to the other side. Yeah. He only made it to kind of like the half court line. The other team got it, kicked it ahead. A guy hit a three, went up by one, and then Virginia lost. Okay. Can I you can tell you what I was thinking, like why he might have thrown the ball? Yeah. So I don't know if they had timeouts. I don't think they did. But so he was trapped in the corner um, with two guys like on the full court and he was on their baseline. So that means like he was on, he was like closest to their basket. And I was thinking maybe he thought if I get a five second call and a turnover, they're going to get the ball right here at the end, like at the end line. What is it called? Baseline. The baseline. I was going to say end zone. What the heck? But at the baseline and then they'll have an easier thing so maybe he thought like okay i'll just chuck it and hopefully there won't be enough time do you get what i'm saying i get what you're saying but like the right play like obviously look like it's so much easier to look back and critique something yeah um but the right play would have been to take a five second because then the time would have went down you're all you're up by two so then you can set up a defense yeah and then there would only been like oh, two so three seconds sad. left or whatever because he hit that sh- when they when he threw it down they got it they advanced it and the guy shot it there's only like 2.7 seconds <sighs> or two points two seconds so if he would have just held the ball a little longer yeah yeah oh that, my gosh that, like, that's madness that's literally march madness yeah that's sadness have you ever done something like that not necessarily like throwing the ball but like made it like a poor judgment call during a basketball game and then you just like oh it just eats you up inside um yes yes i have me too i can like remember exactly what happened happens yeah see that's the thing like i really hope he didn't get hate like obviously like that is he's gonna feel bad i would feel bad like that's just but like at the end of the day seriously at the end of the day it's just basketball yeah like anyway that was super sad it's just sad because it happened on one of the biggest biggest stages in the first round first round and it's all the hype around it and you're playing Furman. i've never heard of that college i've never heard of it but congratulations to them for making it yep Uh, they were in the game so that did san diego state beat charleston they did okay good and And did they they beat uh Furman? they did oh my gosh okay so i did good because i picked them to go oh my gosh oh my god i picked i picked them to go to the freaking elite eight you you're you got them beating alabama yeah wow i just needed that, to throw that's in a, a, that's i just a big needed upset. to throw in an upset that's a big upset this year also i will point out 
usually the 12 seeds beat the five seeds. And this year, I think on the men's side, all the five seeds beat the 12 seeds. Really? Yep. Because oh Duke gosh. won, Miami won, San Diego State won, and St. Mary's won first round. They all won. But did St. Mary's lose the second round? St. Mary's lost the second round. Miami won the second round. San Diego State won the second round. Duke lost second round. Uh, that usually does happen with the five seed. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't my team the first time we went to the NCAA tournament, weren't we a 12 seed? And we played the five seed? I thought you were a 10 seed. No, maybe 11. Because we beat mm. Auburn. I can't remember what seed they were. Seven, I thought. I thought it was a seven and ten, and then you played a number two stamp. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, I know. Dang. <laughs> See, I don't know how Connor remembers this stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure we were a six seed last year, but I honestly can't remember. I think you were, because I think Villanova was 11. Uh, let's not talk about that. Hey, and, and, and I'll say that Villanova team, that one girl on that team, she has been balling Maddie out. Maddie Segrist. She has been balling out in this tournament. Yeah, she's been she, balling out all year. All year. For she the dro- past I think two she, years. I think she dropped 31 the other yeah, yeah, last game. she's a freaking bucket. You yeah. know what's crazy? She hits like step back threes and she's a freaking post. Yeah. Like obviously I don't think she'll be a post in the WNBA. I think she'll play more like the stretch like forward. forward. Yeah. Because she literally hits, she she plays like a guard. She's yeah. doing moves in the paint. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Should we talk That's about good. one more men's game that kind of surprised you, and then move on to the women's? Yeah, or or what what men's game surprised you? I like I said, <laughs> I don't really watch men's, but I will say like GCU. I tweeted about this, but GCU men's like crazy stuff happens in March Madness, and I tweeted something like. March Madness, like media, is like the Super Bowl commercials because there's always something crazy going on. And I guess the GCU men's basketball team, they, which I don't know why, this is like probably the dumbest thing to do, but they traveled obviously to the tournament, but somehow their jerseys, practice jerseys, their practice jerseys and their practice shoes or like their basketball shoes got left. But like, I always pack my basketball shoes in my carry-on bag. Like, that's, like, the number one rule of college basketball. Was it Was it their shoes, too? I thought it was just their jerseys. Yes, their shoes. They got brand-new shoes. Wow. Like, the NCAA... They did it on purpose. I know, right? The NCAA, um, usually, like... Not the NCAA, but, like, Nike sponsors BYU, so they, like, bought us new shoes. Pretty much everybody that was a Nike-sponsored school got new Nike shoes for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe Nike just did that then, but I don't know. It like looked like they all got different types of shoes. And so what happened was Baylor gave them their practice jerseys. Wait, I might, I, I watched that on TikTok, but I might be totally making that up. Like that guy made that up. Oh, but that, that is believable because you know that the coaches on GCU and GCU and Baylor are brothers. Their head coaches are brothers and they're both playing in the same area. And so, like, I saw a TikTok where the Baylor brother, you got to text Caleb and ask him. Who's Caleb? No, I'm just kidding. Um, And ask him if, like, that's true. Because what they said was that the boys, the Baylor players, like, let GCU borrow their practice uniforms for practice. But I think they actually used the school that they were practicing in, not Baylor's. Uh, anyways, fake news. <laughs> Caleb went first game. He went five for five. 
had 13 points. No a, way. He's balling had, out. Had a really good game and pretty much gave him the momentum to win the first game. And then I think they lost the second game. Shoot. Um, they played a really good team. So, Oh, that makes Creighton. me happy for him. Played Creighton. Creighton. Yeah. Well, last last thing before we move on to the women's bracket on the women's side. Gonzaga has appeared in eight straight Sweet 16 appearances. So that is yeah, amazing within itself. Like the ACC with all the teams have 16 teams, 16 appearances in the last whatever, 16 years. And Gonzaga alone has eight. That's so so cool. that's amazing. Um, See, Great program. Like, great yeah, culture. That's just amazing that that's the type of program like and the culture that team has like created and even on the women's side like the women have been to the last six or eight ncaa tournaments like consecutively yeah like that to me that's just amazing that's just like the coaches truly like making first off okay it gets tough when you're like a mid-major team because usually only one um like team from your conference goes to the NCAA tournament and that's if you win the conference. Sometimes if you have a couple teams that played like really, really tough games and won um, in preseason and they have a good net ranking, then they can also go. So like last year, BYU and Gonzaga both went to the NCAA tournament. Actually, the two previous years before that, both of us went. And then this last season, Portland won the NCAA or won the WCC tournament and Gonzaga just had a good like and net record so they were in as well but usually like with some teams like the whack that you only they honestly only can get one bid because they don't play enough tough teams preseason so it's just kind of sad so it's really hard to get to the NCAA tournament yeah yes yes it is like I luckily went there three times out of my five years and that's like I think that's pretty incredible no it is it's hard because Again, one of one of your years, um, your team was hurt, and then the first year, you know, freshman year, you just didn't know. Well, yeah. After that, so. Well, I I know my junior year we didn't make it, and my freshman year we didn't make it, um, to the NCAA tournament. But my freshman year, like, we could have gone to the NIT, but my seniors didn't want to, and then my junior year, um, it got hurt. We people got hurt. We, yeah, people got hurt. We weren't as good, and. We, I think we could have probably gone postseason to the NIT, but then COVID happened. Yeah. But anyway, it is really tough to make it to the NCAA tournament, especially for mid-majors. Yep. Okay, let's talk about the women's bracket now. Yes. Who do you have winning it all? Who do you have in the championship? Who do you have in the final oh, four? Oh, no, I just realized that someone I have in the championship is not there anymore. Oh, yeah. Me too. Miami knocked him off. I had South Carolina winning the whole thing, um, playing against Indiana. Same. So my score that I had for this game was 73-62. South Carolina. Pretty much the exact same as the men's. (laughs) No. But the men's had a little more points. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I do not know how Indiana lost. I did not watch that game. Oh, my gosh, you didn't? I didn't expect them to lose. They lost to Miami. That's that's wild. Yeah, so let me explain that game because it just happened. So pretty much in the fourth quarter, it was going back and forth. Like people were hitting threes. Um, people were hitting free throws. And anyway, 
the game's tied at uh, 76-76, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I should double check just um, <laughs> so well, I'm not. When you're double checking, so I will, I will talk about my guys. final four. Um, so I had Indiana, I had Yukon, Stanford, and South Carolina. Stanford went down to Old Miss. So I had Gonzaga playing uh, Stanford, but Old Miss beat Gonzaga, then Old Miss beat Stanford. So that really hurts. And then I also had Indiana, and they lost in the second round. But I still have UConn and South Carolina. I have South Carolina winning it all. Um, um, I should have. I, I had a feeling to pick LSU in the final four, but I didn't go with it. Um, I should have picked them. But you know, yeah, they've been playing learn. good. They've been playing good, but they also have to play against. I know. I thought they had to go through Utah and Indiana and Villanova, or. Yeah, if Villanova won, like there's a bunch of good teams on that side. I was like, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Okay, so before I tell you guys my final four, um, let me talk about the Miami Indiana game. So Indiana's been ranked like up there, like second, pretty much majority of this uh, end of the season, and they've been playing really good. But Miami like beat them pretty much on the last second shot, so it was tied sixty eight sixty eight with. I think like 6.6 seconds left Um, and they inbounds the ball um, and they end up, wait, let me make sure I know who scored it because maybe I, I'm not going to find it, but um, she ends up making a pull up in the paint and then nobody had timeouts. And so um, now Miami's up two 70 to 68 and they inbound the ball because there's no timeouts and they bring it up but end up turning the ball over and Miami wins beating Indiana um the number one seed so I don't know I think that's really exciting plus like I was telling Connor I was like I it makes me really happy that I'm seeing these people that like went into the transfer portal to like chase their dreams are like chasing their dreams and it's like coming to reality. So the fact that like Haley and Hannah Cavender decided to leave Fresno state and go to Miami, Miami, no, go to Miami, (laughs) Miami, (laughs) go to Miami. You sound like Nemo. Wait, what? You sound like Nemo. Do I? I'm kind of congested. I mean, contested, congested. Oh, but, um, the fact that they like transferred to Miami because they wanted to play in the NCAA tournament. Like I watched their vlogs like a couple years back and they were always talking about like, yeah, I hope we win the mountain West because like we want to go to the NCAA tournament, but it never like happened for them. But now it is. And they made it to the sweet 16, which is just so exciting. That's just amazing. I love like seeing people chase their dreams and like achieve them. I mean, not only made it to the sweet 16, they beat, Indiana. Number, yeah, the number two team in the nation to get there. Yeah. So, which is wild. I'm just really excited for them about that. So my final four is South Carolina and Iowa playing against each other and South Carolina winning that game. And then Indiana and Virginia Tech. But Connor and I were just talking about this recently. We haven't really heard anything about Virginia Tech this whole season. Like I've kind of kept up with 
basketball college basketball more than i ever have like watching games and i do not like i did not watch virginia tech once but they're one seed and i do not remember any like highlights about them they're one seed and they're still playing yeah i don't even know if they have like a go-to person or they're just like a solid team well-coached team yeah i don't know if their coach is like who they are female i have no idea so that's why i have uconn beating them i don't even know what conference they're in virginia tech yeah i'm pretty sure the acc well Pretty sure it's not positive. Not positive what? It's not 100% positive. What do you mean by that? You said, I think. They're in the ACC. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, but I do have them in the final four because I was like, "Hmm, maybe they're a sleeper. I don't know. The sleeper number one seed? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. Okay. What games against, like, for the women, like, have surprised you? Well, that second round Iowa game versus, um, we watched it. Now I got to look. It was Iowa versus Georgia. Georgia. That was a that was fun. A that was one. a fun game to watch. Yeah. It was back and sure. forth, back and forth, and just then Iowa just pulled it off at the end. Yeah. And the reason why I liked watching it is because Caitlin Clark was not only in her bag, she was dishing out assists yeah. everywhere and just making things happen. I think out of the 27 points they scored or 28 points they scored in the second half, 26 were because of her. Yeah, there was there was a there were three possessions in a row where she assisted all three of the shots and they went on a good run then. Like Connor and I were talking about it, Caitlin at that point in the game, like she wasn't looking for her own shot. She was only looking to pass, which I think, well, honestly, that's what it looks like. But honestly, I know that girl's brain probably is like seeing everything and she's just making the right read. And she knew like, okay, it's not my, this is, I'm not taking advantage of the mismatches in this possession. So, or that she's not, she, her personally as a player, wasn't going to be the one to uh, take advantage of the mismatch, but she would dish it off like there's one play in the fourth quarter where she dribbles to the middle of the paint and you think she's gonna pull up so like all three of the players go to try and defend her and like affect her shot and then she just dishes it down to her post player right at the block and she lays it in yeah i think also like as players at least for me like when i'm like hitting my shot like i want to shoot it more like then when i make a couple good passes i want to pass it more you just like getting that like that feel like oh it's just like one of those nights for yeah. me and obviously it was both for her but mostly Caitlin, assist like i honestly think caitlin's the best player in the nation this year like for sure yeah she's dominating yeah she she's good she's really really good like not a lot of people ever in college basketball ever can average 27 points yeah 25 or whatever college basketball that's tough to do because you don't have a 24 second shot clock you don't have a 48 minute game like in the in the nba yeah listen to this 26.8 points she's mm -hmm. third in the nation oh who's ahead of her maddie segrist and probably uh maddie segrist the villanova girl is yeah she's almost averaging 30 points a game that is impressive and then she's uh caitlin's rebounds are 7.3 and then her assists are 8.6, and she's first in the nation for that. What is uh, Seagrass's rebounds? Oh, let me find her. And her assists, because she, she's, she 
she's a big guard. I don't so think she has I don't think she has a lot of assists. Like if I were to No 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 no. Like a big guard, like a big guard means like you know what a big guard is? That's what she is. Yeah, she's a big guard. So that's what I'm like rebounds. Not just assists. I want to know rebounds. Okay, so yeah, she is first in the nation with twenty nine point two points per <gasps> game. This is Maddie Segrist. She rebounds nine point one. And like I said, she doesn't have a lot of assists, but I mean, 1.4 is actually a lot for the type of position she is. It's a lot when you score 29 in college. Yeah. But 1.4, she has the ball in her hands quite a bit. What? She Hmm. had 35 points against Cleveland. Dang. She shot it 28 times. (laughs) That's impressive also. Yeah. I wonder if her teammates, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if her teammates are kind of like, yeah, go Maddie, or if it's kind of like, okay, pass the ball. But I mean, if she's like producing, like, like, like let me, a- let me, her team let way. me ask you this: like, if you were on Jimmer's team, would you have been like, pass me the ball, or would you just let him go do his thing? Honestly, I think it would be t- uh, it would depend on what type of teammate he was. If he was humble, and if he like realized that like the team is the biggest like what was most important i wouldn't mind so that's your answer to yeah Chris. okay if she go. and if she was a good teammate which i don't know i'm not her teammate but i mean she seems like a really nice like humble and like i know this has nothing to do with it but i'm pretty sure she's religious so i think she's a humble girl but here's the thing i also think it's very important to be proud of yourself so i'm not saying like oh my gosh if she's like saying like oh i'm so good like that would turn me off but no like, I think it's very more than okay to be super proud of yourself. There's just a good line. Yeah. Relationships matter. Yes. So. I mean, and it seems like her team is close. So, yeah. Okay. What is the biggest upsets on, on the women's side, do you think? Well, definitely the Indiana game. Miami, yeah. Indiana. Like, that's crazy. And then, like, yesterday... Um, Texas and this isn't like a big upset but Texas and Louisville played against each other and I just have to shout out Shaylee because I freaking love her and I mean she sorry what I kind of want to know Shaylee was right there (laughs) oh yeah like everything with uh, Sonia Morris and Haley Van Lith like in the what is that called the high five line yeah words were exchanged and Shaylee's just right right there in the back but I mean, I know Shaylee. Shaylee always keeps it classy. Oh yeah, she was just like, like, what the heck is going on? Like that look, like. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this brings me to my next question for you. High, f- like the end of the game, the high five lines. How do you feel about them? I mean, I think it's a great representation of respecting the game. Like to go and like congratulate your opponent. Well, I guess you're not really congratulating them. You just. Like, good game, good job, whatever. Like, I think it's very important to respect the game of basketball. And there's different ways to do it, and there's different ways to disrespect it. So I think the high-five line is, like, I think it's respectable. Okay. Because, I mean, honestly, we're just out there playing a game at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. So what do you think? No, I, I like how you said respect the game, because the game's bigger than all of us. And so, you know, I just, I think that's very good perspective. And, like... It teaches you, like, even though you didn't play good or things didn't go your way or they did go your way, like, 
like you got to be respectful mm-hmm. and then like you realize who is isn't respectful and who doesn't respect the game and who kind of thinks about themselves and you see obviously see the fights this and that and like people are like oh we need to get rid of it this and that like obviously when you lose you don't want to like chit chat and this and that you just want to leave but then you got to like get outside of yourself because it's it is just a game but also respect the game yeah so i like that yeah i don't know but i do love watching like on youtube i love watching like the technical fouls or the fights in basketball like i don't know why i just think it's fun it brings a good spice to the game yeah but not after the game (laughs) i mean i do think that's funny too no that's that's not funny i'm not saying what happened with texas and louisville was funny but like sometimes when like things just get into scuffles yeah i mean like everyone likes a good scuffle but that's all i'm trying to say but in the game do yeah. it in the game, not after the game. Yeah. The girls are kind of, um, actually, I don't know. I've seen a lot of boys act crazy after games. Boys Absolutely. get heated. Anyway, let's move on. Um, upset for me, I think the one that I thought was pretty crazy was Stanford going down against Old Miss. Yeah. I didn't watch that game, but like Connor and I were talking about it. Like, we both were kind of just saying how we didn't feel like Stanford, like, obviously Stanford was really good, but they didn't really have, they didn't really have, they just looked kind of stagnant um, on offense as a team. Like, Cameron Brink, she's just a phenomenal player. She really had a great season this year where she kind of just stepped up to the role of being, a like, the go-to player. But kind of besides her, like, Haley Jones, she did really well as well. Um, but like besides them, I don't really know else who else like would step up like, and also like as a role player or like a defensive specialist, like they didn't really have many defensive specialists. Well, I, now with just thinking about it, I didn't look at it, but are they a pretty young team? I mean, yeah, I think their point guard is a freshman because Anna Wilson was there like last year and the years before that. And she was not only like the defensive specialist, she was a freaking dog on the defensive end. Like she was a great leader because she'd been there. That was her fifth year. And on top of that, like I'm pretty sure she brought up the ball and was just a tough, her and Kiana like would bring up the ball. Yeah. But I mean, their point guard is still really good, even though she's a freshman, but they, I just felt like they were missing something this year. Yeah. I mean, that can obviously be experience. Experience does matter, but, you know, obviously, like, when you're one of the best, like, like again, like, they lost six games. So they were, they're a good <laughs> obviously team. Obviously, they're a freaking it's amazing just, team. like, the standard for them, for them, how they played the last, you know, two, three years, it's, it's very high. Yeah. And they just weren't as talked about as dominant. Um, like, kind of like the South Carolina, like, they're just dominant right now. They're just bigger, stronger. Yeah. More athletic. I mean, and every single, like, Brie Beal, the f- like, she was already an amazing player last year. The fact that she made such a big jump this year is crazy. Like, that just shows the type of, like, team Dawn is, like, like uh, growing. Yeah. The the last thing that I will say is like basketball's getting to a point where like a lot of people can be a lot of people, especially on the men's side, like you're seeing that, you're seeing, you know, the first time in 
forever. 16 seeds beating one seeds, 15 seeds beating two seeds all the time. And, you know, people just beating people. And then one thing that I've realized on the women's side, as the game is changing and evolving and, you know, uh, more people are playing, like the, the women are getting more athletic, there's getting more players, and there's actually a little more upsets on the women's side. So it's just like you're seeing, you know, the game evolve and you're going to see, obviously, probably, you know, you're going to see more like Curry type of people, Jimmer for type of people, Kay and Clark. Yeah. Like, like you see the game is like starting to progress like rapidly, like at a very fast pace mm-hmm. on the women's side. And it's only going to get better because the athletes are going to get better. There's going to be more focus. There's going to be more drive. And it's just going to be interesting because that perfect bracket may never be a thing <laughs> on both sides. Yeah, it might just come down to it's just not a thing. Do but people get? That's why we love it. Wait, people get money right if they get a perfect bracket, right? By the by, ESPN. I guarantee it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? That's cool. Anyway, do you have a lot of gas? You keep burping. No, it's just how I'm like laying. Oh. And I'm not like burping. It's just like these air bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Hiccups. A little bit. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah, so that's our March Madness episode. Actually, we have another one coming for you next week. We can't stop talking about March Madness. It's we love too it. Fun. We miss it. I know. Oh, Fire. It's so fun. So, yeah, next week we're going to talk more about our own personal experiences at the NCAA tournament. Um, luckily, Connor and I both got to go um, with our teams. Connor, so Connor's team, his uh, freshman year, they were such a good basketball team. Sophomore year. Oh. Yep. Yeah, your sophomore year. Um, they were such a good team um, where they made it to the NCAA tournament, but then COVID happened. But I will say this is they ran a, like a computer thing. We played Wisconsin in the national championship <laughs> game. And I'm going to tell my kids that one day. <laughs> We did lose, but we made it all the way through the bracket. Yeah. People were doubting us, and we made it. (laughs) You made it. Well, that's my story. You can't change it. Hey, stick to it. AI. AI. Yeah, what even is AI? I keep seeing that everywhere. Artificial intelligence? Yeah. It's kind of creepy. It's, It's about to take over a lot of jobs and a bunch of other things. I know that's messed up. Anyway, (laughs) let's, let's uh, end this episode, but yeah, thanks guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this. This was definitely a different type of episode we've had, but we love basketball and we love talking about it. And we especially love March madness. I mean, it's crazy. Yep. Thank you for listening and enjoy the madness. Tune into all the games. Ooh, I like that. All right. See you guys. Bye.